It seems I am live on the air. And it's me, Mary Ann Shearer, here in the Western Cape in South Africa. And um, we don't have any hectic winds tonight. There's no rain or thunder. Things seem to be quite calm. So we should get through this with decent sound and not a whole lot of interruptions either. So tonight what I'm going to be speaking to you about is the thyroid gland and help for thyroid problems. And we're going to start off looking at what the thyroid gland is, what the problems are with the thyroid, um, what the kind of conditions and diseases you can have with them, and what those symptoms are. And then we're going to look at what you can do from your diet and lifestyle, things like exercise. And then we're going to look at are there possible supplements that you could use to help you get your, your thyroid functioning more efficiently. So to start off with, the thyroid is wrapped around your larynx, which is right here. And in men, it's very prominent. You can actually um, see the Adam's apple. And if I was to swallow like this, that thing that moves up and down, that's your larynx. And the thyroid gland is wrapped around it. It's in this sort of butterfly kind of shape. It wraps around it. And it's the most amazing gland. Um, but I think important that we realize that the thyroid gland doesn't work on its own. It works in conjunction with all your endocrine glands in your entire body. And your endocrine glands are your things like your pituitary gland in the brain, your um, parietal cells, which are part of the digestive tract, your adrenal glands, your ovaries, your testes, um, your pancreas. Um, and these glands all work together to form what's called the endocrine and also known as the hormonal system. So if you have a thyroid problem, you actually have a hormonal problem. And so you've got to treat the hormonal system. You can't just treat the thyroid. And it's unfortunate that most medical practitioners in westernized countries are not aware of the fact that if your thyroid glands out of balance, your whole body's basically out of balance because your whole hormonal system's out of balance. So instead of looking at you and saying, what's causing the hormonal system to not work properly, in particular, in this case, the thyroid gland, and how do we correct the problem? Usually what happens is you have a blood test. It shows that your thyroid um, levels are either too high or too low, and then you are diagnosed with the disease and your symptoms are treated with medication. So we're going to look at some of that medication and what some of the side effects are. And, um, and then it's up to you to make the decision. Just when I said that the wind wasn't blowing, it started up. So if you hear a creaking and a, and a noise, and a, that's just not, there are no animals or children in the background. It's just the wind, okay? So you've got your thyroid wrapped around your larynx. And it's involved in a whole lot of functions in the body, the major ones being regulating your basal metabolic rate. In other words, the metabolism of your body. Just, okay. Right, so just something's making a noise it shouldn't. Right, so major one being that it regulates your basal metabolic rate, which affects your body weight. So if your metabolism is too fast, you find you're going to lose a lot of weight and be underweight and not be able to gain weight. If your metabolism is too slow, you're going to find you're going to be overweight and not able to lose the weight. So very often somebody who's overweight or underweight will say, well, my hormones are out of balance and there's nothing I can do about it. And it always amazes me because when you start to treat your body with respect and dignity and treat it in the way that I created, designed it to be treated, 
then your body responds in a way that is absolutely miraculous. It starts to repair itself. And I haven't seen one single person who's not had a thyroid gland, thyroid problem, who's not improved dramatically when they've made the changes to their diet and their lifestyle and used some natural supplements, for example. So let's take a look at what you can, let's keep looking at what it is, what it does. So your thyroid controls your metabolism. We know that it controls temperature regulation. And one of the signs that your, your um, thyroid gland is not functioning properly is that you're cold all the time. Your hands and your feet particularly are cold. You get cold very easily. Or on the other hand, if it's overactive, you can find that you're hot and sweaty all the time. So it goes from one extreme to the other. Your thyroid gland also regulates the metabolism of carbohydrates. So very often people um, that have thyroid problems will find they don't, they're not comfortable with um, the carbohydrates. They don't digest them very comfortably. They don't sit in their digestive tracts very well. And the, the funny thing is that people, when people go on low carbohydrate or high-protein diets with no carbohydrates in it, the problem is that the very diet they're on, the high-protein diet, actually damages the thyroid even more. So you end up with a more serious problem. The thyroid's working even less efficiently, which means you have even less ability to um, digest and metabolize carbohydrates. So it's actually going to make it worse. All right. Your thyroid also controls the metabolism of proteins and fats in the body. So it's involved in basically digesting all your macro or your major nutrient components in the body, which is your carbohydrates, your fats, and your proteins. Your micronutrients are your vitamins, your minerals, your trace elements, and things like that. Okay. So it controls fats and proteins and carbohydrate metabolism. It controls nervous system function. It controls the development um, of the central nervous system. It also controls normal heart function. It controls muscle tone. Have you found ever that you go to the gym and you're working out, you're working out, and you're working out, and there's just no change in the shape and tone of your muscle? Absolutely no shape, uh, change whatsoever. And I found that when I started, for example, when I took gluten out of my diet, which can cause thyroid problems, that my muscle, my muscle tone increased dramatically. It was a huge shift. I mean, I would stand and do calf raises and do arm exercises. You can see I've got some muscle over there, and there'd be nothing. And when I took gluten out of my diet, I now have muscle, and it actually works. So um, muscle tone, normal growth and maturation of your skeleton. So it's a very important gland that's involved in the development of children. And if a child is not growing efficiently, and you could find that there's a thyroid problem, and it could be something like lack of essential fatty acids or lack of um, iodine or um, gluten intolerance or a high-protein diet or chronic stress, but we're going to get to all of those things. So let's be still looking at the function of the thyroid. So it's involved in normal growth and maturation of the skeleton. It's involved in bowel movement. It's involved in a healthy reproductive system in women and lactation in breastfeeding mothers. It's involved in normal skin function. So you find that if your thyroid is not working properly, you could have very oily skin or you could have really, really dry and oh, horribly lined skin. And you can often see this. I know when I used to eat gluten in my diet in homemade whole wheat bread, it would be organic flour that was stone ground. 
I honestly looked 10 years older than I was. And when I took gluten out of my diet, people couldn't believe that my skin tone improved. My, um, the texture of my skin improved. And I remember I'd be off gluten for a while and then I'd have some whole wheat bread because it was just so delicious. And I'd have one slice of bread every day for, let's say, a week. And in that week, I would gain 10 years on my face and five kilograms on my, on my waist. It was that dramatic. So it really affects my thyroid gland, um, that's gluten. And we'll talk about what gluten is in a little while, okay? So your thyroid also controls, as I said, normal skin function. So the problems with the skin it could show that the thyroid is not functioning properly. It also controls mental clarity. It controls blood pressure and regulates calcium levels. So it's involved. They, your adrenal glands, which are part of the end of the hormonal system as well, work together with the thyroid gland to control um, your blood pressure. So you could find your blood pressure is too high or too low. And uh, although there's not a huge problem with too low blood pressure because we know that your heart is not strained at all. So the thyroid gland is one of many glands that form the endocrine system. And as such, the endocrine system needs to be looked as a whole rather than each separate gland. We've got this tendency to want to like take the body apart and treat each organ or each gland or each section of the body. And we tend to do the same thing with nutrients. We want to take one nutrient out. It's what uh, Dr. Colin Campbell refers to as a reductionist approach. We want to reduce everything to, the, to its parts. And then we want to deal with those parts or treat those parts or take a part. And we don't get healthy because we're taking vitamin C. We get healthy because we're eating fresh fruits and vegetables containing vitamin C. And that's what I love about Ames products because you've got things like your dried barley grass juice, your dried carrot juice, your dried beet juice. All the products are actually plant-based. They dried and ground plant extracts or, you know, like Amigas, the oils extracted from the plants. So you're not dealing with anything that is actually, you know, where you're t dealing with added and mixed vitamins and minerals according to somebody who's sitting in a laboratory. Um deciding that you need so many milligrams of vitamin C with so many milligrams of vitamins, vitamin E and that the levels may be completely out of balance for you. And that's why I'm always telling people to listen to their bodies. It's very important that you listen to your body because you might be craving bananas because you're short of potassium or you could be craving um, almonds because you're short of either protein or calcium, for example, or magnesium. You could be craving dark green leafy vegetables because you're needing calcium or magnesium or you're needing chlorophyll in your diet. You you know, I have days where I can eat fruit all day long, and then I have days where I don't want to look at fruit, and I just want big green leaves, and I could just eat arugula or rocket straight out of the packet. It's so delicious. And other days, I don't want to eat that at all. And that's your body telling you what nutrients you need. And we really have to learn to tune into that very carefully. I, I mean, there are days where I take my barley life, and I want to take three teaspoons three times a day. And there are days where I take one or two teaspoons a day, and I'm fine. And usually those days where I'm needing more are the more stressful days because there are more B vitamins in it, and B vitamins are essential for managing stress. And if I don't listen to my body, then I find I don't cope as well with just normal everyday life. It's very important to learn to listen to your body like that and respond, listen to your body, responding to it with eating natural foods and doing natural things, trying not to do unnatural things, okay? So your thyroid gland tells every single cell in your body the rate at which it should function. If you have too little thyroid hormone, it's called hypothyroidism. 
and it results in slow, a slowdown. Having too much thyroid hormone being produced is called hyperthyroidism and races your engine. So you feel revved up as if you were burning out. Your heart could be palp palpitating. People can find their minds racing. And you might find, for example, in children that are attention deficit or hyperactive, that they, they're actually suffering from hyperthyroidism to an extent. They may find that they're doing that. And that could be because their diet's out of balance. They're not managing stress. They're on a high-protein diet. Um, there's a whole lot of things that will just throw your hormonal system out of balance, and that can affect your thyroid. So feeling tired and cold all the time, suffering from constipation, losing your hair. If your hair is falling out and you're getting um, bald as you're getting older, all of this can mean that your thyroid is underactive. But it can also come from overweight or aging or dozen other causes. Feeling totally tense and overworked could mean an overactive thyroid or just plain stress or a combination of both. And that's why it's important that you actually not guess about this stuff. Go to a good doctor, one who encourages a healthy lifestyle, and ask him to test your thyroid function if you're not sure. And it's just a blood test normally. And they're able to tell you within a couple of days what condition your thyroid is in. And then you implement a program. And you go back, I would say, three months later. I normally say it takes about 100 days. And it's one of the reasons I worked on that 100 days to health um, program, our free, free 100 days to health program. It's over 100 days because it takes that long to change your blood tests. So normally take these principles that I'm giving you tonight and apply them and give yourself 100 days, which is three months, and then go back for further blood tests. I just recently had a girl who's had thyroid problems. She's been on a lot of medication for her thyroid. And um, well, she's, I say girl, she's in her late 40s, mid to late 40s. And um, she was carrying some excess weight and not feeling good about it. And I kept telling her, you need to go off thyroid, off, uh, you need to go off um, gluten, take gluten out of your diet, take body life, take your Amiga, get outside, exercise, do all these things that you need in natural light. And she kept saying, oh, I'm trying, I'm really trying, I'm really struggling. Oh, I can do it for a day and then I can't do it. And then she got Bell's palsy. And literally her whole face went like this and her, her muscles wouldn't work. Her eye was open all day. She had to put an eye patch on it to cover it um, because her eye wouldn't close. And this drooping face, and she's a teacher, so she really struggled with that because she'd be talking to the children and her mouth would be down like this. And the first thing I said to her, look, this is not a life-threatening condition. Get onto the program that I've told you before. Go gluten-free. And the amazing thing is that she's basically recovered. It's been probably about six weeks. But each day that went by, she just got better and better and better. But here's the thing. On the program for a healthy thyroid with gluten-free diet and the exercise and the natural life, she's just losing all the weight that she couldn't lose. Her body's just working properly. Her metabolism has kicked in. And she's saying, why did I need a crisis like this to actually make the, make the change? And unfortunately, most of us are like that. And I'm no different. I had to suffer from some serious health problems before I actually made a change to my diet and my lifestyle. So common problems with an underactive thyroid, in other words, too little thyroid hormones, is that you're feeling tired all the time. And very often if you go and see your doctor and you say to him, I'm just tired all the time, and he says, how old are you? And you say, I'm 41 or 42 or anything over 40, and he'll say to your thyroid, here's some medication. Very often they don't even do the blood test. 
They may do the blood tests and find the thyroid not functioning properly, but because they don't study diet and nutrition and lifestyle, they'll just give you thyroid medication. And thyroid medication has a lot of side effects. We're going to look at those, okay? So you could be feeling tired and listless, feeling very cold um, when other people are very comfortable. So you find your hands and feet are always cold. I found growing up my hands and feet were always frozen. I used to get into bed. I remember when we were married and I'd get into bed and Mark would scream and leap out of bed and say, your feet are frozen, don't touch me. And I have not had that problem for at least 10 years since I took gluten out my diet altogether. Um, your skin may be dry, your hair may be, um, you might be having hair loss, constipation, slow growing and brittle fingernails, slow heart rate, leg cramps, sore muscles, depression, um, in women, heavier menstrual periods. For men, loss of interest in sex or erectile dysfunction. Um, in men and women, weight gain due to fluid retention, but usually no more than three to four pounds. So it could be three to four pounds. It could be six to eight uh, kilograms, one to two kilograms. But I've seen people carrying 10 extra kilograms, which is like 20 odd pounds. And we take gluten out their diet and they lose it. So I must update that information there. Let's see them. But often I'm just doing this right now. Um, a fuzzy head. You can't think clearly. You feel like your head is full of cotton wool. And like somebody says to you, what's two times two? And you're like, um... Uh, two times two, two times two, two times two. Um, and somebody will look at you and say, don't be ridiculous. Don't you know what two times two is? And then you'll kind of feel even more flustered. And you'll think, what's wrong with me? My head's not feeling right. And that's when people start saying, well, you know, you're getting old and maybe you're just getting forgetful. And the next thing they'll start telling you, well, maybe it's a bit of Alzheimer's disease or senile dementia or whatever. And I honestly think that the thyroid gland has a lot to do with mental illness as we get older and mental decay. Huge, because you find that it's very common that people start taking thyroid medication after 40. So clearly it's going to affect their brain. And if you're not treating the body as a whole and getting healthy, you're not actually going to help your brain by going onto medication. Right, anemia, which is lack of iron, is also something that can result. And when you don't have enough iron, you feel tired and listless all the time, okay? Oh, and this is the other thing. The girl that was had the thyroid problem that I spoke about, the Bell's palsy, her iron levels would just not come up, even on iron supplements. Wouldn't come up, wouldn't come up, wouldn't come up. Three weeks on a gluten-free diet, and her iron levels are up three times the levels, and the doctors are amazed because she's not taking any supplements. It's, it's amazing to see when you start to actually live for a healthy thyroid how well it works, okay? So common problems with an overactive thyroid are too much thyroid hormones. Uh, too, uh, overactive thyroid is too much thyroid hormones. You feel hot when others are feeling comfortable. You might have shakes and tremors of your hands. You might be feeling nervous and irritable. You could be sweating more than you used to. Um, your fingernails are growing incredibly fast. You know, you're just almost cutting them every day. Muscle weakness, especially your thighs and upper arms. Your heart rate is faster, sometimes irregular rhythms and an erratic pulse. More frequent and looser bowel movements. In women, you might have extremely light periods as well as difficulties in becoming pregnant or carrying a child to term. 
For men, you may find a loss of, of sex and erectile dysfunction. And you may also find that your eyes appear larger than normal. They actually tend to bulge. And that can be um, a sign that your thyroid is overactive. There are other thyroid problems. There are lots of other thyroid. There are autoimmune diseases, um, Hashimoto's. There's all these different types of thyroid problems. And people will say, oh, but I have Hashimoto's. That's not the same thing. Or I have this, or I have that. Or the, and they come up with a name. I can tell you without a doubt the principles and the steps and the guidelines I'm going to give you tonight help anybody with any kind of thyroid problem. It doesn't matter what it is, diagnosed or undiagnosed, it actually sorts it out. It's quite, it's quite remarkable, but it's not, it's not the things that you're doing. It's the fact that you're treating your body with dignity and respect, being a good steward, and your body just starts to repair itself. It's wonderful, absolutely wonderful to see. So the, these are things that you might find. You will have other thyroid diseases like a goiter, for example. You can have an enlarged thyroid where it's very big here, almost looks like a growth, and it's usually a sign that the gland is overworking. But it could be a failing thyroid trying to do better. And very often um, people might, it might happen because there's a lack of iodine. And it's one of the things I love about the Barley Life product is that it contains some kelp and kelp contains iodine. But dark green leafy vegetables also contain iodine. You could find the lumps or nodules in the gland. And these would be found by you or your doctor and may contain cancer or be overproducing thyroid hormone. Thyroiditis, which is an inflammation, that's soreness due to inflammation of all or part of the gland, can change hormone levels causing hyper or hypothyroidism, so either too high or too low. You are at risk for thyroid problems if others in your family have thyroid or, or other autoimmune problems, such as insulin-dependent diabetes, rheumatoid arthritis, colitis, pernicious anemia, uh, lupus, um, multiple sclerosis, any autoimmune disease. If it's in your family, you might find that you're predisposed towards a thyroid problem. But here's the good news. Just because you're predisposed towards a thyroid problem does not mean that you are going to have thyroid problems. If you follow a healthy lifestyle and diet, you will find that you don't have thyroid problems or they go away. And that's the wonderful thing about it. You are at risk if you are pregnant or a new mother, and you are at risk if you are a woman over 50 or a man over 60. And very often we find that women or men start suffering from middle age spread, they call it, and they just say, well, it's normally getting older. But usually what's happening is the thyroid not working as well as it should because we have simply been unkind to our thyroid gland for too long, and it's starting to kind of give up. It's just saying, I give up. I can't do this anymore. This is too hard. And then you start treating it with kindness and respect, and it just responds. And within three months, it's such a remarkable change. It's wonderful to see. So if you think you've got a problem, I suggest you make an appointment with your doctor and go and have some tests and find out if, what the actual problem is. But don't panic if they say, oh, it's this terrible autoimmune disease or that auto, terrible autoimmune disease. There's lots that you can do. So this is just really a brief summary of the thyroid gland. And, and as I said, it's part of the hormonal or endocrine system. And remember that the system is directly affecting our heart, our liver, our lungs, our kidney and skin function, reproduction, muscle tone, every single thing. So honestly, if you have one problem in one area, you could find that it could 
be a thyroid problem. Don't try and diagnose yourself. But at the end of the day, the program that I'm going to give here will help your hormonal system work properly with or without, you know, thyroid. And people will say to me, well, what happened if you don't have a thyroid? If you don't have a thyroid and it's been removed, that's kind of sad. But you can take medication, usually take um, a, a chemical, uh, an artificial substitute. Sometimes it's extracted from animals. And people will take medication called things like ultroxin, or it'll have some name that you can deduce from that that it is a thyroid hormone replacement. That's basically what it is. Um, and you just need to make sure those levels are right. So if you're on the medication and your heart is racing and you're underweight and you can't concentrate because your brain is racing so much, then it's usually overactive. You're on too much medication. And if you're very sluggish and tired and cold all the time, it could be that you're on not enough medication. But honestly, I found that people only need that medication if they have no thyroid. So, remember that the hormonal system also controls blood sugar, blood pressure, bowel function, allergies, arthritis, muscle, skeleton, and brain development, body weight, appetite, immune function, and in fact, just about every possible body function. You can, you can trace it back to the hormonal system. Honestly, there's hardly a symptom or an ache or a pain that you can't track back to the hormonal system, and potentially in some instances, many instances, the thyroid gland, okay? If one or, or any of the gland is, uh, glands are out of balance, it can upset the function of any other gland. So from a dietary perspective, what is it that you can do? Okay, There are many factors affecting the hormonal system, and um, in turn, the thyroid gland. And... Um, I personally believe that our lifestyle is one of the major factors. You live these very stressful lives where you could be holding down three jobs, we've got three children, we may or may not have a husband or a wife or a support system around us. We live far away from our families. We have no extended family to help us with anything. And so what we do is we stress, stress, chronic stress, stress day in and day out affects the thyroid, high-protein diets, Artificial sweetness. Diet this and diet that, throw it away, okay? Aspartame, which is found in NutraSweet, Candle, Equal, Hermesitas, Diet Coke. It's found in so many diet foods. Get rid of them, okay? Don't touch artificial sweetness. If you're wanting to sweeten something, use raw honey, raw maple syrup. You can use apple juice, apple pulp, apple jelly if it's 100%, grape juice, Grape jelly, as long as it's 100% natural, you could use brown rice sugar, you could use coconut sugar, use anything else, but don't use artificial sweeteners that are man-made, okay? Um, but particularly the aspartame, uh, it's interesting that the first three letters of that is asp, which is a name for snake, and let me tell you that it's like an effect of being bitten by a snake. Aspartame sweeteners can really mess up the hormonal system. I've seen people take eight years to undo the damage that's been done from using artificial sweeteners. Eight years. We're so obsessed with diet and being skinny and being a size zero or, you know, a size, depending on which country you're from, it could be a zero in the States, it could be a size 30 in South Africa and the UK. But at the end of the day, we're trying to be these tiny, skinny little people actually the size of a child. And we um, 
go on these crazy diets like high protein diets and we use artificial sweeteners i remember going on the atkins diet in the 1970s and living on peanut butter bacon and cheese and i drank diet coke all day long well shortly after that i was diagnosed as being bipolar and i'm not surprised because those things affect the endocrine system which is intricately linked to the central nervous system in the brain so you're going to start messing with your hormonal system you're going to start messing with your brain and central nervous system okay don't touch it okay refined sugar refined sugar affects your pituitary gland which is the master control gland of the entire hormonal system um, and it also causes a drop in blood sugar which in turn causes the pituitary adrenal and thyroid glands to malfunction this could result in a number of endocrine disorders, including thyroid condition, rheumatoid arthritis, diabetes. Gosh, just about any possible disease you can think of happens when your hormonal system is not working properly. Refined sugar also affects the adrenal glands, and this affects blood sugar levels, putting an unnatural strain on the glands. Typical premenstrual tension, for example, can result making people comment that oh it's just your hormones oh just don't go near mom don't go near that so and so don't go near susie because she's hormonal right now but why is she hormonal well she went out on the weekend and she consumed a couple of bottles of wine so hormonal system or she went out and she was eating a lot of the candy and she had a whole lot of ice cream and that will affect the hormonal system hormones don't misbehave on their own your thyroid's not not working properly because you just got a bad thyroid it's because your whole hormonal system is out of balance, okay? It's just that simple and plain. Your whole hormonal system is out of balance. Your hormones do not misbehave on their own. They need your help. And they don't need you to do much. Just a spoonful of sugar makes the thyroid or the hormonal system go down. Not the medicine. So Mary Poppins got that one wrong. I believe there's a new Mary Poppins movie coming out soon, and I hope that they – it's interesting to see in the times we live in what they'll do with a spoonful of sugar. So typical premenstrual symptoms are hostility, aggressive behavior, panic attacks, epilepsy, headaches, food cravings, increased appetite, and these don't just happen to women. So very often I've heard people say, oh, gosh, I know he's a guy, but he's behaving like he's got premenstrual tension. Because at the end of the day, you upset your hormonal system, your brain may not work properly. So recent research also shows reduced progesterone levels in women with premenstrual tension, and progesterone is what helps control menstrual bleeding. It has a calming effect and helps prevent asthma, skin eruptions, acne, and herpes. A high raw fruit and vegetable diet controls these aspects too, so you could control that a whole food plant-based diet helps the body produce sufficient progesterone. Um, if you've got a hormonal imbalance with not enough progesterone, I would first start off taking barley life and Omega because they help the hormonal system, the pituitary gland work properly. And then if after 100 days there's little or no improvement, I would think seriously consider taking um, 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 Renewed Balance. Renewed Balance is a cream made from the wild yam that helps your body produce more than enough progesterone and i've seen so many people respond to that product amazingly but i really encourage people to first take the body life the omega get your exercise and your sunlight because that could just sort it out um i think that renewed balance is something you use when you've tried everything else because it's a strong product it works really 
extremely well. And if you don't really need it and you overdose on it, you could have some other symptoms. So I do recommend that you um, first do Bali Life, Amiga, exercise that is outdoor in natural light. And then if 100 days later, still don't have much improvement, I recommend Renewed Balance. Carry on with the other products and then use the Renewed Balance. All right, the next thing is lack of essential fatty acids. Without essential fatty acids, your hormonal system will not work properly. And we don't need fish oil. What we need is omega-3s in their original form, which is your alpha-linolenic acid, and that's only found in plant sources. You don't find alpha-linolenic acid in fish. What you find in fish is EPA and DHA, icosapentaenoic acid and docosahexaenoic acid. There are five there are five derivatives of omega-3, linoleic acid, and you find that in plants. It converts to these five. Number three is EPA, and the last one is DHA. And in between, you've got clupidonic acid, stereodonic acid, and mycosahexaenoic acid. So at the end of the day, you must have your omega-3s in the original form found in plants only, and then your body makes this conversion process and produces exactly what it wants when it needs it. Not when you don't need it. If you have too much EPA and DHA, you have no idea knowing how much you need. You could find you start bleeding. So people get blood blisters under their skin and they, they say, I feel like I've got red freckles all over my body. And my first question is, are you taking fish oil on a regular basis? And usually they say, yes. I haven't found somebody to not say yes. They've all said that. They are. How do you know? I say, your blood's thinned and you actually need to stop it. It's actually dangerous. So... Take your Amiga, that's your best source of Omega-3s, it's from your flax oil. It's a fantastic product, I've seen the best results in it, okay? So you also get Omega-6s from your diet. Omega-3s are very difficult to get, and flax oil is a good source. Omega-6s you can get from avocados, walnuts and seeds, cold-pressed oils. Um, you can get them from corn on the cob, and these help to produce your Omega-3s and 6s help to produce prostaglandins, which help to produce progesterone, which help prevent premenstrual tension associated with pain with menstruation, heavy bleeding, and menopausal symptoms, and any thyroid problems. Milk and milk products can interfere with the hormonal function. So if you're having dairy products such as cheese, milk, or yogurt, you could find that your thyroid gland will not come right. Um, they're also... Um, contain something called arachidonic acid because there's an animal product and it promotes inf inflammation and inflammation in the area of the thyroid is not ideal. The next thing is that alcohol and refined sugar will affect the hormonal system detrimentally um, and so I do recommend I do recommend that you um, Remove alcohol and refined sugar from your diet. And you're going to say, how am I going to socialize? Sober? Seriously? How are you going to socialize? With your friends and family. Why do you need to drink alcohol to socialize? I haven't had alcohol for 30 years because I, I become completely bipolar if I have it. And I can tell you that it's actually a lot of fun being one of the few sober people in the room because none of these people are going to remember what they did the next day. Not that I hang around people that behave like that that much, but I've been out with friends and they don't remember much of the next day and 
you remember everything. And so they're very nice to you all the time because they have no idea what it is that you remember because they can't remember. But you know the best thing is you wake up in the morning and you have energy and you have a clear head and your thyroid's working properly. If you want your thyroid to work properly, no alcohol, no refined sugar. If you're not prepared to stop those two products, then go on thyroid medication and live with the consequences of the thyroid side effect. But I'll tell you now, I've never seen somebody go on thyroid meds and sort their thyroid out, ever, never, ever, ever. So, processed and heated fats with a low vitamin intake in a typical westernized diet. Processed and heated fats actually block your body's ability to absorb your essential fatty acids from your flax oil, your nuts and seeds, okay? can upset the delicate hormonal balance in some women and in some men. And it can show you why many women with, develop, uh, with hormonal problems improve dramatically when their diet changed to exclude animal fats and heated fats, okay? Remember that if you're not getting your essential fatty acids, you're not making prostaglandins. If you're not making prostaglandins, you could find your immune system doesn't work properly and that results in autoimmune diseases. It also results in could result in asthma, hay fever, sinusitis, candida albicans, overgrowth, and eczema. I've already spoken about a high-protein diet. What is a high-protein diet? Consuming animal products more than the size of the palm of your hand, more than once a day, although that is still pretty high. So I would recommend not more than one to three times a day. One to three times a day, size of the palm of your hand, maximum. Remember that you don't need animal products in your diet at all. You can be completely vegetarian or vegan. I've been vegetarian for 30 years and I've been vegan for the last 10 years. And I have absolutely no deficiencies. My iron levels are perfect. My protein levels are perfect. My thyroid glands working properly. Everything works properly. Um, so you don't need it. And I took animal products out of my diet because it was having a very clear effect on my entire endocrine system. And when I removed it, my hormonal system started working properly. Another substance that can affect your thyroid is caffeine. Now, I know in the United States of America, there is a coffee shop, coffee shop, on every street corner. Sometimes, there's a coffee shop on all four corners in the street. It's actually quite absurd. I remember going through the streets of Chicago with a friend, a couple of friends some years back, and there was like Starbucks on every single block. I was like, there's another Starbucks, there's another Starbucks, there's another Starbucks. And then there were other coffee shops as well. It's like America's a nation that is driven and fueled by coffee. And it's also a country where people are on a lot of medication. It's actually quite frightening. And look, it's a little bit less here in South Africa, but it's becoming ridiculous. You can get all kinds of coffee in churches these days. You can get them in schools. I mean, I grew up with a mother who wouldn't let her drink tea or coffee until we were 13. That was it. You weren't allowed to have it, which makes sense, unless you want a kid with a hormonal system that's not going to work properly and who's hyperactive and bouncing off the walls. Caffeine affects your adrenal glands. It affects your brain and central nervous system, and that feeds into your hormonal system, and so you're going to upset the entire hormonal system. So if you want a thyroid gland that works properly and you're still drinking tea or coffee, or you're drinking drinks that contain energy drinks that contain caffeine, you're not going to sort the problem out. If you want to sort it out, get rid of the caffeine. Gluten. Gluten is the protein found in wheat, rye, oats, and barley. 
But don't panic, barley life doesn't contain it. That's good news. There is no gluten. It's less than 20 parts per million. If it's less than 20 parts per million, it's considered gluten-free. So, gluten is the protein found in those four grains. It's found mostly in wheat, then rye, then oats, and then barley. You can get gluten-free oats. They're actually grown in Finland. You don't get gluten-free oats from a factory that doesn't have any wheat in it. That's not where you get gluten-free oats. Gluten is either grown, it's the protein, it's either high in protein and you get traditional oats, or it is very low in protein, which is the gluten, and then it is a gluten-free oat. So, gluten can have a direct effect on the thyroid function, and in fact, very often, within 12 to 24 hours, you can find your skin becoming dry and itchy, your bowels becoming sluggish, you're like, oh, what's wrong with me? I'm constipated. And your head feeling thick and fuzzy. Mustard oil is the tenth item that can affect your thyroid gland, and it finds very high levels in garlic and onion, particularly garlic, uh, to a lesser degree in the cabbage family. And the more raw you eat the food that it contains, the higher the level of garlic and um, of this mustard oil. Mustard oil is what gives it that bite, okay? So when you eat garlic or you sometimes eat cabbage, you get that kind of bite. Uh, you also find it in things like mustard greens, like a rubello or rocket, which doesn't mean you must never eat them. It's just that if you have a thyroid problem, you may eat, need to eat less of them or only eat the onion and garlic cooked. They're very high. I mean, they're very high compared to cabbage. So a cabbage may not have any problem, may, you may not have any problem with it, but you could find that your um, thyroid gland's not working properly because you eat a lot of garlic on that and onions. Okay. And interesting, um, sadly, when I look at my notes here, according to J.I. Rodell in his book, The Complete Book of Food and Nutrition, which is one of my books that burnt in our fire, I don't know whether I'll ever get a copy of that book again. Dr. Kalsa of the University of Illinois conducted experiments on himself, some medical students, and on dogs, in which the effect of onion consumption resulted in anemia, which is low levels of iron, which makes you very tired. And now they say, oh, you've got a thyroid problem. Here's some pulse. It was found that the red blood cell count and hemoglobin count were starkly reduced with an increased intake of onion and or garlic, especially fresh and raw as the harmful properties are higher. So if you're going to eat it, you insist on the flavor, use a garlic and herb salt that is dry, or use um, um, use your cook your onion and garlic. Um, it's best to avoid these substances, and a total change in diet and lifestyle is needed to be made. Some of the things that you might not have enough of is lack of iodine, which can result in a sluggish metabolism. Iodine is found in kelp which is in barley life, and dark green leafy vegetables, so you know that your barley life, being nice and green, is very high. That's my little thing, you need to keep it dry. Um, good source of iodine. If you are allergic to iodine or have a problem and your thyroid's too fast, mm -hmm. I was like that when I started taking barley, I recommend that you take... Um, you start off with a quarter teaspoon or one capsule a day and you do that for a week or a month and then you start taking two capsules and then you start taking three capsules. It can take you six months to get up to six capsules. 
But if you just start taking it and you're not used to iodine in your diet, you may find that your heart starts to race and your mind starts to race. So if that happens, it's really the iodine that's in there. It's very rare. I've only heard that happen in probably five people in the last 20 odd years that I have been taking the body life. So um, chronic long-term stress, I mentioned this earlier on, is detrimental to the effect um, and affects the entire hormonal system, including the thyroid. Um, you need to manage stress. How do you manage stress? You need to be exercising daily. You need a healthy diet. And you need a action plan to simplify your life and you need to include in that some spiritual balance if you don't know where to start spiritually start reading a book of the book of proverbs read one proverb for every day of the month so today is the 11th of april and you read proverbs chapter 11 tomorrow is the 12th you read chapter 12 and if it's too long just read as far as you're comfortable and once you've been doing that for years Every time you're in a stressful situation, it's like a proverb just drops into your head. You're about to take out a loan and you're not sure about this. You're not feeling quite comfortable and you want a new car. Are you going to do this? And just something feeling. And normally you just think, oh, this is being silly. I'm just alone. But then a proverb drops into your head and says, the borrower is slave to the lender. And you realize, that's right, you know, because I'm going to end up working for the bank. And I'm going to end up taking on an extra job to make sure that I can pay the day. I don't want that. I'd rather do without this. I'd rather catch the bus or walk or do what I have to do. But I really don't need that car right now. I could catch the train, the bus, anything else. The entire city is like New York City where so many people don't have cars. It's not a bad thing. All right. Lack of sunlight and exercise, both sunlight and aerobic exercise. Aerobic exercise is running, walking, cycling. And anaerobic is when you do stop-start exercise like tennis or racquetball or squash. Um, where you're stopping and starting and running. So you need aerobic exercise. It's rhythmical, regular. Walking is, is aerobic exercise. And it has a profound effect on the endocrine function. And all you need is 20 to 30 minutes a day, preferably outside. Um, we know that exercise directly affects the production of the two main thyroid hormones, your T3 and T4, helping to regulate them. So all you need is 20 minutes a day. Now you can see why I say before you start taking a whole lot of things, take the basics, your body, life, and omega. Everybody needs that, even without a thyroid problem. Even without hormonal problems, that's your baseline. That's where you start from, omega and body, life, always. Everybody, children, men, women, old, young, body, life, and omega. So, you need to have 20 minutes a day of natural exercise that has a profound effect on the thyroid, okay? So, we need a 75, to summarize this, 75% raw, alkaline, whole food, plant-based diet, with a maximum of 25% of the acid-forming foods or the cooked food. Your acid-forming foods are your grains, they are animal products, proteins that are processed foods, okay? We know that when we eat a high alkaline forming diet, our energy increases by up to 30% and our metabolism increases by up to 30%, which shows that your thyroid is now working properly. You need to drink water as well. Make sure that you're drinking at least six glasses of water a day. One of the reasons you may have a thyroid problem is you simply dehydrate it. How do you know you're dehydrated? Your head is sluggish, you're tired, you may have headaches, 
you don't have energy, you're constipated. All symptoms that line up with thyroid function. So very often we're not drinking water and we end up with a thyroid problem. Drink water and you might sort out your thyroid problem. So drink at least six glasses, six to eight more if you're doing a lot of exercise or it's the middle of summer and it's really hot. Um, drink water before you drink anything else. Drink water before you drink coffee. Drink water before you drink tea. Drink water before you drink a soda. Okay, remember your hormonal system is what controls your thyroid gland. It's very delicate and a little bit of something, a little bit of an artificial sweetener, a little bit of a heated fat could be the thing that knocks you. It may not be, but it could. What do you want to do? Just eat what you want to eat and, and then take medication. I mean, that's not a solution. And if you were thinking like that, you, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't be taking, you wouldn't be tuning in and listening to what I'm saying. Um, and this is an interesting thing that I found. Animal products contain, that are not organic, very often contain hormones. And their hormones are used to promote the growth of things like chickens um, and other animals as well. Because if you can get a chicken to grow, be fully grown in three months instead of 18 months, you're going to get a better return on your investment. So there's a, an animal sanctuary here in Gordon's Bay, which has found that the birds of prey, which they are sometimes a bird of prey, um, like an eagle, for example, may damage a wing and be brought to the sanctuary. And what they found is that they they give the birds of prey commercially raised chickens. And what happens is these birds of prey get extremely ill and die due to the antibiotics and hormones administered to speed up the growth process in the commercial chicken. So if it kills the eagle, what's it doing to you? Not a good idea. If you eat animal products, stick to organic or not at all. That's a golden rule. Stick to organic or not at all when it comes to animal products. Remember to get your sunshine. Sunshine enters the pineal gland as long as you have no lenses or glasses over your eyes. Take them off. Contact lenses. Sit outside for at least 20 to 30 minutes a day. And make sure you're getting enough sunlight so you can regulate pineal gland. That is your melatonin and serotonin. When you regulate that, you not only sleep well and feel happy, but your hormones work properly, which means your thyroid's going to work properly. Um, I recommend that you take your essential fatty acids, and I would take a minimum of three omegas a day. And if you've got a serious problem, you can take nine or 12 of them. I've had my grandkids eat. They chew those things, 15 of them in one day. But they listen to their body. Some days they take three, sometimes they take 15. Sprouted green foods like barley grass or wheat grass contain vitamin E sustenate that helps your pituitary to work properly, which is the managing director of the thyroid gland. You need twice as much wheat grass juice compared to barley grass juice. So for me, barley life is the top. It's the best, it's the most convenient, and it's the most nutritious. I don't even waste my time with wheat grass juice. Besides, it tastes so bitter. Um... Exercise, I've already spoken to you about that. And quickly, just to sum up, we're going to look at some of the side effects of thyroid medication. If you experience any of the following serious side effects, seek emergency medical attention or contact your doctor immediately. You may have an allergic reaction, such as difficulty in breathing, because your throat may close, you might find your lips swell, your tongue or your face may swell, you may get hives or urticaria, you may vomit, you may get chest pain, irregular heartbeat, or shortness of breath. Other less serious side effects may be more likely to occur. So talk to your doctor if you experience tremors, 
nervousness, irritability. I mean, I have a family member who suffers from tremors because she's on thyroid medication. She will not stop. She's underweight and her heart races, so she's clearly overdosing. And I've spoken to her doctor, and they don't want to know. She's got tremors, so now they're saying she's got Parkinson's, but when she stops the thyroid medication, the tremors stop. It's unbelievably frustrating when you're dealing with people, and here's the thing. You can't change people. They have to change themselves. But don't drag people out of their pit. If they're sitting in a pit of ill health, and they want to stay there, and they like the attention they're getting, pray for them, be an example, and be there when they climb out of that pit on their own. Other less serious side effects are tremors, nervousness, irritability, headaches, insomnia, diarrhea, changes in appetite or weight, weight loss, leg cramps, menstrual irregularities, fever, sweating, or heat sensitivity. Side effects that are other than these listed may occur. Talk to your doctor if you're on any medication of any kind. Okay. Right, I see we looks like we've got a whole lot of um, questions. Um, there is a long list of medicines that you shouldn't be taking with thyroid meds at all. I recommend you go online, type in what medicine should not be taken with thyroid medication, and up it will come. I don't have time to go through all of that tonight because I know there are lots and lots of questions here. So let's go with the first one up here. Um, Gloria, I thought that raw onions and garlic gave the health benefits. Does this mess up the thyroid? Raw onion and garlic, Gloria, can affect your thyroid gland. People have told us for years, I remember when I was growing up, I was told that if you ate raw onion every day, you would never get a cold. Well, it didn't work, I still got colds. <laughs> and you eat it, and some people retain water from it. You might find that you're retaining water in your fingers and your face and your feet, and you stop it and the water retention goes away and your thyroid controls water retention so you and so does your adrenal glands part of the hormonal function so we need to be careful uh, if you've got thyroid problems i would just recommend taking it out for the 100 days and then reintroducing it and see what happens um but you would do better on it the so one thing that you would do better on if you cooked it um as i said it's better cooked than it is raw from a health perspective just because something's a plant doesn't make it good. Tobacco is a plant. Poppy seeds are plants and heroin comes from them. Cocaine comes from the cocoa bean. Um, there are a whole lot of things out there. Marijuana, although some people think that's good these days. And I know it helps with pain and nausea, but it actually can make your immune system not function as efficiently as it should. Right, so we've got Gloria. In fact, let me go through to the bottom first, and then I'll come back up again. Oh, lots. Hello from Lansing, Illinois. Blessings. Thank you, Ashley. Joan Mary. Hey, Joan Mary from New York. I remember you from a conference. Kaylee from South Africa. Josie, why does gluten affect the thyroid so much? Well, nobody really knows, but I have a theory, and my theory is this that when we eat things containing gluten, think of the things that contain gluten, wheat, oats, rye, and barley. We're eating either bread or cakes or porridge. What do we eat on bread? Very often sugar in the form of jams or jellies. We might have some kind of peanut butter that's full of sugar or a nut spread that's full of sugar. We have cakes and cookies and biscuits all containing sugar. We may have breakfast cereals all containing sugar. Because it contains refined sugar, your blood sugar shoots up like this. 
your body goes into a total panic and says, we've been attacked. Make something. Sort this out. And so your body makes, floods your system with antibodies to destroy the protein that came in that's causing this problem, except there's no protein in sugar, nothing. It's just pure carbohydrate. And the protein that came into the sugar is the protein that's in the bread or the cookie or the cake. It's in bread to make the yeast rise, and that protein's called gluten. So now we've got these antibodies that are activated every time we eat, eat um, gluten in our diet, because your body recognizes the protein straight away starts producing antibodies. And then the problem is that gluten is very similar in structure to natural proteins in the body found in different organs of the body. So it appears as if your body is attacking itself with these antibodies. And so you start attacking your own thyroid because there's protein there that's similar in structure to gluten. And so that's my theory, and I'm sticking with it because it seems to work. It's the only explanation that I've been able to find so far. And... Uh, that's you know you can eat gluten if you if you if you somebody who's taking gluten out of the diet you can actually have a reaction within 20 minutes of eating it that's how quick it can be okay so i'm right at the bottom there where are we hello from kempton park irene denise from greenstone right having the same problems is skin breakout like hive a symptom of thyroid problems it may be um but it may not be thyroid, it may just be the endocrine system. Remember, your endocrine system, which is your hormonal system, controls the production of natural antihistamines. And if you don't have enough natural antihistamines in your body, you're going to have allergic reactions. And hives is an allergic reaction. The most common cause of hives in most people I've seen is usually an external allergen, or it could be something like stinging nettle, which is a plant that can cause that. But external you actually consuming it and putting it into your body and now it's internal but it's come from outside and the most common is from preservatives in food such as sodium metabisulfate and sodium benzoate and they are found in almost every instant soup cup of soups packet soups canned foods any savory foods any fast food contains those preservatives I opened, uh, somebody gave me a hamper of food with a warehouse burning down and it was full of things I wouldn't normally eat and I didn't eat them, like TUC or Tuk bis biscuits and uh, other biscuits that contain, oh, um, there were Oreos in there. Funnily enough, they didn't contain a preservative, but they had loads of sugar in it. But the, the Tuk biscuits and the Provitas, which is a South African wheat biscuit, both contain sodium metabisulfate. You wouldn't even think that they were in there. Very often sodium metabisulfate is in things that contain flour to preserve them. It's a preservative. So take all the preservatives out of your diet and it's likely to go. Put essential fatty acids in. Take your body life, your omega, and then you can make essential. You can make the natural antihistamines. But if you don't have, if you don't have the... Um, Raw ingredients to make the natural antihistamines, you're going to be prone to allergies and hay fever. I know. I used to get hives so badly people thought I had leprosy. Somebody actually spread a rumor that I was going to Switzerland for some miraculous cure because they'd seen me with hives all over my face. And that was funny. I, I, I can show you my passports going back years. I've never been to Switzerland and I never had some weird disease. I just had hives and had to appear in public. Very embarrassing. When you've written a book on health and you've got to go and do a book launch in the middle of the city, and your face is swollen up, and you have to have this much makeup on, and you look toxic. I mean, that was really embarrassing. 
All right. So, um, Kaylee, I did not inherit my thyroid problem for my family. Mine just started at the age of seven. It could be. You're saying, is that normal? Chronic stress, high-protein diet, all the things that I mentioned, lack of essential fatty acids, lack of sunlight, lack a lot of things could have caused the thyroid problem. But remember, it's a hormonal imbalance. And you could have had a mom who was using the contraceptive pill before you were conceived, and that could have also affected your hormonal system. We're seeing a lot of hormonal effects because mothers were taking the contraceptive pill, and that did affect the mother's hormonal system. But please don't blame your mother. The good news is if you implement these principles that I've given you here, um, that your hormonal system is likely to start functioning a lot better within 100 days, okay? Might take longer than 100 days, but you'll see a distinct improvement in 100 days. I'm just putting my glasses on because this writing is really pale and small. It's more gray than it is black. Michelle's asking me, can you possibly give some advice? When blood tests cannot pick up thyroid imbalances, but you have a definite symptom of hypothyroidism, like brain fog, tiredness, etc. Do you have any experience treating people using Wilson's temperature syndrome treatment? supposed to kickstart the thyroid to function normally again, along with the right diet. You know, I'm always, Michelle, I'm very skeptical of anybody's magical cures. There's no silver bullets. There's no magic bullets. There's no instant cures. There's no one thing that's going to do this. Wilson's plan, Wilson's kit, Smith's program. At the end of the day, your body will repair itself if you create the right environment. So I'm recommending exercise natural light, a gluten-free diet. You need to be taking your barley life and your omega, which is your essential fatty acids like this, barley life and omega. There are some other products you could take. Herbal Fiber Blend will help you with the constipation while your thyroid starts to function properly. Herbal Fiber Blend comes in powder and in capsules. That'll help your bowels to regulate while your thyroid gland's getting sorted out and, get it and regulating itself. Um, you may find that brain fog improves when you take something like Ginkgo Sense. Ginkgo Sense is, contains um, water-soluble Ginkgo. It's the only product I know that's water-soluble. Uh, you may need to take intestinal flora. You might find that your thyroid is not working properly. You might find that you've got parasites. Parasites can cause all of those symptoms. And parasites, easy to get rid of. You use Ames Para 90 and use it for, you're taking 90 capsules. That's three capsules a day for 30 days and at the end of that and I do recommend taking floral food with it one a day and if you're doing that on a regular basis you get rid of the parasites you do that every three to six months you could find that those symptoms go as well it may not be the thyroid but if you take gluten out of your diet I'll tell you now gluten and refined sugar that brain fog is going to go very quickly and get your barley life and your omega into your diet all right Denise, I have hypothyroidism, I have a puffy face and swollen abdomen, took, I look six months pregnant, will it help to go on a gluten free? Of course it will, Denise. There's not one person that's not improved on this program. I can tell you that. And it's not my program. It's just in dealing with people over the years, I've found that these are the things that work. This is what works. And there's enough research and clinical data out there to prove that it does. The wonderful thing about it is there's no detrimental side effects. Your health is just going to improve. It's absolutely wonderful. Your body is wonderful. That's what's so exciting. Denise, going gluten-free is a life changer. I have so much more energy by going gluten-free. There we go. Kaylee's telling Denise. Thank you, Kaylee. Going gluten-free. Now, you can eat millet, quinoa. You can eat potatoes. You can eat yams or sweet potatoes. You can eat brown rice. There's so, much, so many other things that you can 
um, eat when you take um, gluten out of your diet. So don't think, and there's so many gluten-free options, but just do me a favor and read the ingredients because a lot of the gluten-free over um, alternatives can have a lot of junk in them. Go for the whole food things, okay? You can take pizza and old rice and blend it together. Old rice, I mean leftover rice from yesterday. Blend it in your food food processor and press it into the base of a pizza pan. Makes the most delicious pizza crust. Pre-cook it and then top it with a tomato and whatever else you're going to put on it. No dairy because dairy affects your thyroid as well. But you can put some avocado slices when you take that out of the oven. Delicious pizza base. There's so many things you can do. You can go online and make your own things, but be careful of buying ready-made gluten-free things because very often there is a lot of rubbish in there, including preservatives and refined sugar. All right. Um, right. Um, try and avoid onions and garlic because they contain mustard oil. Mustard does contain it as well, but not as much, funnily enough. Um, once it's been heated, the, the mustard oil is reduced considerably. But if it doesn't improve, take it out completely. All right, I woke up with swollenness in the right side of my throat, gargled with some iodine salt, feel better. Is this an example of thyroid problem? It may be, but it may not be. I find if you've got a sore throat or a swelling anywhere, I just take a teaspoon of barley powder and just shove it in my mouth. I wish I had a spoon, I'd do it right now, but then I'd have this horrible green mouth. So the barley does it as well, and a lot of that has to do with the chlorophyll in it, and of course iodine, but it could be a thyroid problem, but you can't diagnose it just from something like that. And from New Orleans, Louisiana, Sticky McIntyre. How are you, Sticky? Sad I can't get a good connection. I hope the questions and answers are on the replay. I also hope so. What causes calcification in the heart, and how do you undo it? Oh, Joe and Mary, um, what foods contain gluten so we can eliminate, as I said before, wheat, rye, oats, and barley. That's the grain, not the leaf. When you sprout the leaf, all the gluten is broken down and used up, okay? So, just be careful because when some people, people pull the wheatgrass out, they pull out the little kernels at the bottom and then they put that through the juicer and that's where the, the kernel contains the gluten. Um... Calcification of the heart, gosh, could be all kinds of things. It could be a dairy products in the diet, a high-protein diet. You need to be eating more raw fruit and vegetables. You need to be checking whatever medication you're on. Medication could cause it. Tiki, what about ADD and ADHD? Well, that's a whole story on its own, and maybe I need to cover that in um, the weeks or the months to come. I'll cover that in detail. I have written about it extensively in my book, Healthy Kids, and the very principles that we're talking about now could help with ADD because refined sugar is one of the big things and lack of essential fatty acids. And, of course, you can give a child and composure. works marvelously, marvelously with children that have got ADD. I would give all ADHD children barley life, omega, and composure, and I would take them off refined and processed sugar and off gluten. They, they get brain fog. Okay, is there any form of oats without gluten? I'm not sure where you live, Jenny, but um, here in South Africa, we actually have to import our oats from Finland because they're grown there without gluten. They've got a slightly different taste. They still taste like oats, but they've got a slightly different taste. I make a granola or a muesli with that. 
sort of bake it in the oven and then I put a bit of honey and and coconut oil. I mix those together and then I pour that over with dried fruit and like goji berries and cranberries and raisins and chopped apples and all kinds of things in there. It's delicious. Um, but you can cook it. It's very nice. Your gluten-free oats that come from Finland have got – they're kind of more chewy, which I prefer. It's not so slimy. Because you've taken the gluten out, you don't get that gluey, gooey, um, which puts me off oats. But with gluten-free oats, I love it. And you can eat it for breakfast, lunch, or supper if you want it. Uh, if you live near us, you can order it online. We, we sell it. Oh, Jenny, in the USA, look for the Finnish, Finland's oats. The only one I know of. There, there are gluten-free oats in health shops in America. But when I phone to find out, they tell me that it's packed in a warehouse where there's no wheat. And that doesn't mean a row of beans. It's got to be grown specifically. So just phone the company and find out how come it's gluten-free and how many parts per million. It must be less than 20 parts per million. Okay. Gloria, you eat a lot of mustard. When I eat mustard, does that mess, mess up the thyroid? It could. It could, Gloria. If you've got thyroid problems, take it out. Um, and then... When your thyroid problems get sorted out, think of making your own mustard, and then that instant I would actually heat the mustard seeds. What are the oats from Finland called? Well, we sell them under our own brand called Mary Ann's here in South Africa, but we import them in bulk. They don't actually have a name. So you'll have to just look around. Otherwise, I'll have to post you some in America. Wouldn't that be funny? All the way from Finland. Um I'm sure in America they're gluten-free oats. Just find the company and find out exactly what they're talking to. Remember, it must be less than 20 parts per million of gluten in it to be gluten-free. And you've got to ask them, how come it's gluten-free? Is it grown like it or did they do something to it? You can't do something. You're damaging it. It should be grown with very low gluten levels. All right. I think we are kind of done for the evening. I want to thank you all. Um, I am going to send these notes to our webmaster right now. I haven't done this always as well as I should in the past. I'm going to send it to him now with one click of my finger, and he will post it on our website tomorrow, which is maryanns.com. I'll put it at the bottom here so that you know it's um, www.mary. And if you like to, you can also sign up for 100 Days to Health at that website. Um, and that's free. You get over 100 recipes, and those recipes are all gluten-free. We've got tips for you, and really what it does is it also helps you to take the AIM products. It teaches you how to use your AIM products on a regular basis and to use them efficiently. We find that people do weird things, like they go and blend their barley life in with their herbal fiber blend and then wonder why they're not benefiting from it. This is going to make this move out too fast and you're not going to benefit from it, okay? So you never mix those two together and you leave at least half an hour to an hour between them. Um, take this first. Half an hour later, take this. Or take this in the morning and an hour later, take your barley life. But don't take them together. Or take this in the morning and this at night. Or this in the morning and this at night. Just don't take them together. Um, so it's just the 100 days teaches you how to use the AIM products properly. It also teaches you how to add more natural fruit, um, fresh fruits and whole foods to your diet so that you're eating a more plant-based diet. 
You can still eat animal products, but I encourage you, as I said, to eat only organic produced animal products. Thank you very much for your time, and I'm going to love you and leave you, and stay healthy, and I will see you in a month's time.